Hello and welcome to the Earful Runner podcast, a show devoted to sharing the stories of people who come to race in the most magical place on earth. I'm Mary. And I'm Emily. We are excited to bring you our monthly edition of Blue Sky Racing in today's episode. Blue Sky Racing takes takes its inspiration from the term Imagineers use when they build out new concepts, attractions, and lands. Exactly. So Blue Sky Racing asks, if you could build any race or event on Disney property, what would you build and why? This month, it's M's turn, and I am super excited to see what you have. What do, what do you have today, M? Oh, brace yourselves, y'all. <laughs> Excellent. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm in. All right. We have a new addition to Wine and Dine Weekend because this is really the only weekend which this is appropriate. Go for it. So y'all know the Krispy Kreme Challenge. Oh. And y'all know you all had a, one stupid friend that's done a beer mile or a donut mile or a cupcake mile. Haven't you done both a donut mile and a beer mile? I have not done a donut mile. I have done a beer mile. I did lose a fundraising bet. (laughs) Yes, but I didn't do one beer per lap because I don't drink and I figured that was like a surefire way to alcohol poisoning. Yeah, clearly. So I just did like one beer and then four laps, which is still like a lot of carbonation in your stomach for for four laps. And did did your competition do one beer per lap? Yes, because my competition was Aki. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Okay. And he's like th- twice my size <laughs> and also drinks beer regularly. So, well, it's always good to have that friend that's willing to do the beer mile. So, so okay, so it's Wine Dine Weekend yeah. and Emily's new event is? The Disney Foods 5K. Oh my goodness, here we go. All right. All right, so we're not stringing too much from the race courses that we know and love. So. We want to keep this kind of compact and organized. We don't want food like strewn all over Disney property. So I'm thinking this is like mostly World Showcase situation. Yeah, so we're doing laps around World Showcase. Okay. With your start and finish line outside the Skyliner. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you're going to come in that back International Gateway okay. entrance. And you're going to come around World Showcase like you're going towards Mexico, which apparently is the way to go. Apparently I'm in the minority going to Canada first. I almost always go to Mexico first, but that's just I always me. go to Canada first. Well, that's cool. I mean, every like cool. poll, every poll that I've seen on like Facebook and Instagram in the last like couple weeks, everybody goes to Mexico first. And I was like, "What?" Well, I guess that's suppo- I guess that depends on if you come in International Gateway or if you come in by Spaceship Earth. But either way, I still go in the same direction. Huh. Interesting. I know. Viewers right? let us know. Are you you Canada yeah, are first? Are you Canada or, or Mexico? <laughs> because like right-handed people, if you're coming from like Spaceship Earth, mm-hmm. to your right would be Canada. Yeah, and I, like I almost always, almost always go to Mexico. instinctively go right, so it's mind-boggling to me that everybody goes left. I wonder if it's because it's the clockwise direction. Oh, it is clockwise. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, we're going. We're going in the clockwise direction. Okay. So, 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 talk us through this. All right. So every time you get to France, you have to eat. Okay, but you just have, France. Yes. Okay. You have to eat. So you're going to eat once per mile. You're going to eat at every mile marker. Okay. So this is going to be perhaps Remy inspired? Yeah. I think we're going to have our friends Remy and Linguini out there to cheer us on. Okay. Yeah. France also just happens to be the mile point. Perfect. And like a good spot to to do this. Very scenic. Great for photos. So before the race starts, you're going to have to pick your food. And you get three options. Okay. You can go easy. And you can do the Mickey ice cream bar. Oh, three Mickey ice cream three Mickey bars. Three Mickey ice cream bars. Okay. You can go a little bit harder and have three Mickey pretzels. 
I'm saying the Mickey pretzels are harder because after you've been running, swallowing like a bat, like carby of a food mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is like kind of tough. I, now I'm afraid to know what the hard option is. You want to take a guess? I'm going to go with Mickey waffle. Oh no, we're going straight for the turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so the easy option is uh, three ice cream bars. The medium option is the pretzel, which I think would probably end up being like maybe four pounds of pretzel by the time you were done. Yeah, that sounds about right. And the turkey leg is at least a pound of meat? Probably. That's the like glutton for punishment. You really hate yourself. Okay, so so talk us through this challenge. So you, so you pick your food ahead of time. So you pick your food ahead of time because we just want to be organized. Oh, and if everybody's like rushing for the Mickey ice cream bar and no one's going for the turkey leg, like someone's going to end up with the turkey leg that doesn't want it because everybody got the Mickey ice cream bar. Well, you'd also have to space it out too, right? So like sort of like Mickey bars this way, pretzels exactly. this way. Okay. Exactly. We're going to stick to COVID regulations and you have to stay in your spot when you eat. You okay. can't eat and run. Well, that actually is probably just good in general because then people would be cheating, I would think. Well, and also, like, do you really want turkey leg bits, like, strewn all over World Showcase? Like, probably not. Not at all. Not at all. Probably not. <laughs> we want to, like, conserve litter. Like, you don't want the ice cream bar wrappers, like, all over the place. And, okay. You know. So, you pick your food ahead of time. You're going to get, like, a colored wristband depending on what food you pick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to start. You're going to go around World Showcase. When you get to France, you eat your first food. Okay. Then you go around again. You eat your second food. And you go around your third time, you eat your third food, and then you get to go to the finish line. Huh. So you're getting one foodless lap to enjoy yourself. Okay. And to try not to throw up. And then two to try not to throw up, <laughs> and then you get to go to the finish line. Maybe you sprint to the finish line. Or waddle. Maybe you waddle. <laughs> Maybe you like hold your puke bucket the whole way. Oh like, I don't God. know, whatever the... Whatever works for whatever you. Whatever works for you. So... There is a prize if you are the fastest person to get done with the whole thing. And because is there a prize in each category, like each tier? Like, yep. like Okay. Yep. Each tier, you get like top, top man and woman in each tier. Okay. Gets, gets a prize. You know, they get like a Remy statue or whatever it is. That would actually be really cute. Like, right? Like a little Remy statue in a chef's hat with a little I totally spoon. see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually like a Mickey statue or a glass slipper on like Marathon Weekend or Princess. So like this one deserves its own. I like that. I like that. And it actually would be an interesting sort of like launch event for Ratatouille because I understand that it's going to be 2021 probably before probably that ride before launches. Probably before that, yeah. Though they put the sign back up. They put the like big Ratatouille like light sign. I saw that. Yeah. Um, but I do know that like most of the people who do the interiors at Design are still on furlough. Yeah. So it might take yeah, a little Yeah, it's going to take a little bit. It's going to take a little bit. So, yes, potentially a launch. I don't know if this is going to replace the 5K. I think this will be an addition to the 5K. It's a little bit more of a niche audience. Probably. Yeah, this might be like a nighttime event. This might be like the bonus event, like at the after party. Oh. So you get all the spectators at the after party, get to like watch this, you know, feast. I, you know, I really, I love the idea of combining both food and activity. I think that's awesome. Uh, the idea of three turkey legs is terrifying to me. Um, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I would end up with... She's like, I'd be in the Mickey bar category with an ice cream headache. That'd be I'd fine. probably be in the Mickey pretzel category. So I could, like, devour some 
some pretzels. So, so I, I, like I said, I love this idea. I almost think that it would be a really fun twist to some of the stands that happened mm -hmm. during Wine and Dine, right? So like you could have your classics option, which is the bars, the turkey legs, the pretzels, right? So you know That's what true. you're getting lap to lap to lap. Or you could work with some of the participating countries, maybe some of the countries that aren't in World Showcase all the time, right? Exactly. And that band enables you to get whatever tasting portion that is, right? So maybe if you're going to Canada, it's the poutine. Or if you're going to Mexico, it's the nachos. I can't imagine people plowing through an entire thing of nachos. I mean, like, I don't know. We host that Nathan's hot dog eating contest every year, so I like feel like I shouldn't be surprised at what people can eat competitively. Competitively, no, this is true. This yeah. is true. I mean, there was a kid. The kid broke the Krispy Kreme mile record this year. That's a dozen donuts, right? Yeah. Oh man. It's an out and back, so it's like out a dozen donuts back. Kevin did that. Yeah. We'll have to ask him. We'll have to interview Kevin about competitive eating. He he's good at that. It's, and it's amazing because he's such a strong athlete and it doesn't look like somebody that would be like also very good at competitive eating, but he is. He is, yep. <laughs> so I love it. So, okay, so you've got this event, it's happening at night. Um, you've got folks competitive eating in these different spaces. Uh, are there any sort of areas for spectators that might be like, oh, no, I should back up before I get to spectators. Is there somebody in place, like a volunteer, that has to confirm people have actually consumed the entire product? Yeah, I would think that that's probably a given. Okay. So I think we have a new volunteer position <laughs> for anyone who can stomach it. Snack assistant. Snack assistant <laughs> for anyone who can stomach it. I would probably put a water stop like in front of like like where Spaceship Earth is, like directly like in front of so the as they loop. come around the loop so as yeah. they come around the loop like after they've eaten in france and then they don't have to go very far before there's like there's water extra water gotcha that'll be the extra water there'll probably be water at the food stop huh. i don't want to be that mean <laughs> like i said I, I love the idea of the competitive food i also and i would be remiss if i didn't mention this i think about drinking around the world yeah and that, that could be the unsanctioned racing option. <laughs> that that also crossed my mind is like the prize for the top finisher is like one free drink around the world. Huh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I also feel like there's there would be a cool way to do a medal that incorporated if you were doing different countries, like you have I don't know how you would spec this out, but like if you ate in Mexico, if you ate in Morocco, and then if you ate in Japan, right? You got like those three. It could be like the Spartan wedges. Exactly. You get like a wedge for for each for each country. country. Yeah. Yeah. For or for people who really wanted to go all in, like how many countries can you get in in a 5K? Well, we're talking competitive eating now, right? That's so, true. So there's two tracks, right? You could you could have the traditional, the classic route or you could have these sort of choose your own adventure route where it's as many countries as you can get in, which also would have the night, the neat benefit of spreading people out and maybe getting people yeah, to go so to countries. Like yeah, this could be like a two wave thing, like the classics go first, yep, and then the classics get to spectate for the like next level up, which is the like. That's very interesting. It makes me think of um, some of the obstacle course racing years ago they used to they used to sell spectator tickets yeah and they would have the spectators at like little audience stands that were close to the most challenging obstacles mm. 
and I always thought like that seems so mean like why would you you know it's because it, people would get the tickets not only to support their friends but also like hey that guy's gonna fall in a mud pit and it's gonna be really funny but my, that guy's gonna throw up that might be I, this is not an event I'll be spectating <laughs> or volunteering <laughs> or volunteering at I blood great vomit no count me out <laughs> I can like dissect all the things and like. Well, that's what a that's what a biology degree will do, right? Exactly. Yeah, not a like, problem. happy to dissect all the things. Blood, fine. <laughs> Bone, muscle. I like played with a cat's IT band. I was like, this is so cool. But vomit, like even my own, I'm like, nah, like I can't. <laughs> I'm out. I'm that's out. It. So like, this is not. This is definitely not my, not my event to spectate. I'll participate. Well, I once, in the classics, not the classic. going to be adventurous about it. Well, once again, I am truly impressed by the out of the box thinking on your part. Um, I, I tend to think big show pieces and entertainment, and you think like with the great movie relay, how could we get more people involved? How could the event look different? And I think that this would be a really fun one. I, it also sort of like lens and like lots of opportunities to other partners and organizations that mm -hmm. might want to um i'm just gonna make this up but like you know hood ice cream or uh you know any sort of major ice cream ben and jerry's or something like that exactly right? you wanna, you yeah know, and it opportunities pulls, to partner with people it pulls cast members too i think from different areas to help out like you're gonna get more culinary cast members involved because you're gonna have to have somebody overseeing like the turkey legs that knows oh, about the turkey yeah, legs true. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I think it would get more cast members involved than you normally see. Um, I also think this would be a fun one for cast members to participate in too, if they were so inclined. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would draw like a lot of Disney regulars. Um, who so the AP crowd, the, maybe the AP crowd who like know the food and love the food and like are like, yeah, this is different. Like, let's do this. Um, but yeah, like what you said about like you liking big show pieces and me being more like, hey, let's get people involved. We balance each other really well. Disney hire us. <laughs> there's our there's our monthly commercial for. There's Blue our Sky monthly Rising. commercial for Disney to hire us. When you're hiring people again, Especially. hire those other twenty eight thousand people back and then hire us after. Yes, and then and then consider us. Right? Resumes are available. <laughs> They're not. Mine's not that impressive. Mary's is more impressive. Yes, but you are you are much more in line with somebody who would traditionally be hired by Disney versus myself. I think. I don't know about that. It depends on the division. I mean, considering like parks and experiences and entertainment. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like running, racing, planning is you. We balance each other out. Yeah, we're this good package. We're we're package deal. <laughs> Well, I think the idea is awesome, and I really enjoy it, and I always look forward to our Blue Sky racing conversations. Oh, absolutely. And I do think that coming up, uh, for all of our listeners, we're probably going to have some more information about how you could potentially run virtually with us, I think. Yeah, we're going to try to figure that out. It'll be fun. We don't know what it's going to look like yet. But we're excited to uh, we're excited to take some notes and, and to figure it out. And so if you listeners have any ideas or thoughts that you have about virtual racing or potentially like connecting as a running group virtually online, um, hit us up. Our DMs are always open. Yes, and likewise, if you know any like cast members or anybody that like has a website or an Etsy shop or something like that that you want us to like maybe partner with and support. Um, definitely hit us up with your recommendations. We're definitely always looking for people to collaborate with and we want to give back to that community. 
and help amplify those voices, especially now. Absolutely. So dear listeners, we hope you enjoyed our Blue Sky Racing show this month. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. We'll be delivering fresh episodes each week. If you dig our show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Spotify. We've also added some cool merch to our shop and be sure to check that out on our website, earfulrunner.com. So thank you for tuning in today. We would love to connect with you. Like we said, our DMs are always open. Um, So you can find us online at earfulrunner.com or at earfulrunner on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks. See you real soon.